I'm Jason Dwarf from MakingStarWars.net, and uh, today I am joined by this stupid Welsh country bumpkin, apparently, George Costanza-looking bitch, motherfucker, Bespin Bulletin. Sorry, did I, embellish it? did I embellish it too much? No, no, that's very accurate. It's probably okay. the most accurate description of myself I've ever heard. <laughs> See, that's what I like about, about the Welsh accent, is you guys say heard. I tried to like. Oh, I hear. Yeah, yeah, I heard. And then over here, over here, we say I heard. <laughs> like, I heard. Oh, okay. Like, like I like I I've been herding sheep. I've been herding cattle. So, yeah. I'm trying but, to think of what English people say. English people say heard as well, right? They don't say heard. I think they say, "I've heard." I've heard. Heard. Yeah, probably. I yeah. don't know. It is. It's. It's some Hermione Granger stuff. That's all I know. So, and and I, and I'm for I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. But um, today we got we got like a, a a rumor and um from the Mandalorians third season. And like honestly, it's something that like has come up through trusted like places several times, but also like never like with empirical evidence, which is what I'll talk about uh, when I get to the to the article. But, um. It's strangely backed up by something that when I woke up today, I didn't even know was a thing. You yeah, know? I texted you about this morning. It was like, yeah, you, you told me. Yeah, and like yesterday. So this is this is our our chat from yesterday. He gave me permission to uh to uh, show this, but it's like so. This is yesterday, right? And it says, mm -hmm. um, "This is you saying I love to be able to draw, but I'm an untalented piece of crap." You dropping McKid and Trooper today. And I said, most likely McKid. And then, so then you said, doing the, the trooper separately then? And then you said, just like YouTube is going up $8. And I said, bitches, they are bitches. And then I said, yeah, the McKid story was 300 words. The trooper story was 300 words. So I'm breaking them up. And, uh, mm -hmm. oh, you weren't supposed to say that at the top there. But there you go. There's a freebie for you all. So, um, yeah, so, so, but this story ends up being sort of backed up by this other bit that I'm just going to jump the, the, the line here. Uh, Cause it's not necessarily a smoking gun anyways, but it's, it's a good sign. And this is from promobricks.de, And I got this from their Instagram mm. and the Mandalorian Fang fighter versus tie interceptor. 957 pieces. The first of may, 2023. And they say, from what we've heard, or heard the set will yeah. be unveiled on April 25th, which is the Tuesday after the last Mandalorian episode. Accordingly, it will probably be based on exactly this last episode and depict a fight from the finale. So we can also expect the potential inclusion of some spoiler heavy characters. Those who follow the star Wars leaks might know what we're talking about. Mandalorian Fang fighter versus tie interceptor is the official set name and not a description of the content. So it's not a misinterpretation of the included ship. We are definitely getting a Fang fighter and not Bo-Katan ship. So there, so there's that bit. Okay. I have Ooh. been in touch with like some Lego people, and they yeah. can't confirm if it's Fenro in the set. They don't actually know currently from the people I've spoken to. So like, as as in that, as in they haven't even seen like the 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 photo of the of no. the figure. Okay. Yeah. I, I would I would imagine we would that would leak before we get to the finale, right? Since the if it wait, will it be out by then, or was it coming? Is it coming out? It's the Tuesday after the finale. 
that they well, show it. That yeah, it'll, it'll be unveiled. So then yeah, we got it in May. In May, like, okay. Actually. Okay, so odd that the figures and whatever will leak earlier. It yeah, has with the other sets. This, like the the one came out recently, right? The uh, the pirate ship. Right. So. Right. Yeah, the old the old dang pirate man. All right. So this is this is the story. Um, in case anybody is lost because it's been jumping around, the rumor is Kevin McKidd returns as Fen Rao in Star Wars: The Mandalorian's third season. Now, I heard this early earlier. Heard it early on, then kind of left it alone, and then it came up. It's come up again, and so I figured life was like, well, let's just let's just get into it, you know. And like I was saying, like. Uh, and the top of this and what I imply in the article is I, I don't really like doing casting stuff that much. It's not my, my favorite, you know, cup of tea. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Lars Mickelson is Thrawn and he's yeah. saying he's not Thrawn when he is. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was cast as the witch in the Ahsoka episode. And then other things came up like the halloween franchise and she had to jump and she was like she was far as costume fittings on that and then we lost jamie lee curtis and so it's like uh i had that as like a thing ready to go actually i did put that out and then she was like had to she couldn't do the role so i just don't really like doing that stuff that's why this one is kind of sat dormant until now and i actually feel a lot better about the article now that not the lego thing is hit though to be honest too so well, yeah, we've been going back and forth on this for for, for about a week, but we've yeah. been going back and forth for a while. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it it, it it keeps coming back up. Yeah. So, yeah. So this isn't anything new. This isn't informed by the Lego thing. It's just helpful that the Lego thing has happened because it just reaffirms the story that we're running. Yeah, and I'm so. going to add the I'm going to embed the the Lego brick thing in the article after after the show. So. I have a fun casting rumor for you all today. If you've been following me over the years, you know I don't really like reporting on casting news too much. I mean, sometimes things change. Curtis. Sometimes the actors just lie about their involvement. Nicholson. That causes headaches for me and so forth. Over the last year, I've heard this rumor so often. I feel there's much smoke. There's there's so much smoke, there's fire. I usually prefer empirical evidence over tangential evidence. But here we are and I find. What's that? Oh yeah. oh yeah right eh. i know i have a feeling that yet yeah, that star wars people think it means like the empire and not like mm-hmm. visual <laughs> but anyways over uh, tangential evidence and here we are and i find this one very fun so let's dig into it i feel like i was in a little youtube there let's dig in i hate that you use one of my words i think in this article as well which one which one gaggle oh gaggle yeah you're rubbing <laughs> off on me i hear there's a gaggle um, train spotting alumni Kevin McKidd is following you and McGregor into live action Star Wars on Disney Plus. McKidd and McGregor both played disaffected youth addicted to heroin in 1997's groundbreaking film Train Spotting. McGregor would go on to play Obi Wan Kenobi in three prequel films and a Disney Plus series, whereas McKidd voiced a Mandalorian character named Fen Rao in seven episodes of Disney XD Star Wars Rebels. Now, several sources have confirmed Kevin McKidd will be making the same jump Katie Sackhoff did with Bo-Katan and bringing his Mandalorian Fen Rao from animation to live action in Star Wars Mandalorian's third season. My friend, Star Wars Make, also heard Kevin McKidd was spotted on set last year. That's, that's in a video of hers. I couldn't honestly find the video, but I know she said it. Um, in Star Wars Rebels, we learned Fen Rao 
Oh, and by the way, there's there's people on like Twitter going like, "Refresh me who this is," and it's like, read the fucking article. You know, um, in Star Wars Rebels, we learn Fen Rao is from the Mandalorian planet Concord Dawn. He had a gaggle of Mandos mm -hmm. called the Protectors, who are all wiped out except for Rao. Which, by the way, I added that little all wiped out except for Rao bit when we talked this morning. After okay. You, after you said it, they're all wiped out except for Rao, I was like, oh yeah, that's a good point. So I added that. Um, as Rao interacted with Kanan Jarrus. Uh, Doom, Caleb Doom, we learn they once fought together during the third battle of Megiddo in the Clone Wars. Over the long course of the story, Rao has a deep hatred for the evil Gar Saxon and becomes a reluctant rebel. At first, he's like, oh, fuck you guys. I don't need you guys. Do your, I'm doing my own shit, just trying to get by. And then he's kind of forced into becoming one. He's, I think he's actually held prisoner by the rebels for like a year or two. Anyways, uh, Rao is a follower of the old ways in the series. When Saxon attempts to exterminate Sabine Wren's house, it is Rao who aids the Jedi and helps save Sabine's family. Over the course of the series, Rao becomes a stone-faced hero. McKid is playing a character with deep lore in the Star Wars universe. Fen Rao fought alongside Depa Balaba for a time during a battle during the Clone Wars, which I mentioned above. And now we have seen him um, play a part in the unification of Mandalore as more wayward Mandalorians are encountered, probably because of the news that the planet is in fact habitable um kevin mckid is a great addition to an already stellar cast put together for disney for the disney plus series uh, i love seeing tommy from train spotting in an important part of the star wars story this isn't to say he hasn't had a great career clearly the man has if you check out his imdb but train spotting is one of the best movies of the second half of the 1990s and it gave us Hugh mcgregor after all and then i say i'd love to hear your, hear your theories you can become a channel member to support the show and the site you become a Patreon supporter if you just want to collectively support the, the channel and the site. And uh, we're on podcast formats everywhere. So there you go. But yeah, so so we so we did it. It's that 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 story is out. What what, what are your you have any thoughts on it? You have you have well, anything thrown in your well, brains? Think, yeah, it feels like a no-brainer to me, right? To have Fenro be an addition to what we think is the finale, what we anticipate will happen on Mandalore by the end of the season. Um, like you said, he's one of the, he was the last surviving member of the Mandalorian protectors. He's working with the Rebellion. He has ties to Bo-Katan, ties to Mandalore, ties to the Darksaber. I think he'd be an important presence for that finale and the unification once again of Mandalore because they're all splintered right now. Right. You know, they can, he came together with Sabine Wren, right, and Clan Renford, and he was happy with her you know, reunited Mandalore under her rule. Obviously, later on, she passes on to Bo-Katan. And again, he's in support of that. Right. So to see that once again would feel fitting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it could go further in terms of um, his character could potentially connect Sabine mm -hmm. or connect to, to Sabine. And we could sort of see these characters sort of like having a social six degrees of kevin bacon kind of like connections throughout out mm -hmm. the shows where you're like oh yeah here we go oh i know that guy from the other show and stuff like like i don't know if he's in ahsoka <clears throat> but no, but again it would make sense if he was you know given that he is working with the rebellion or right. has you know his ties to sabine and some people pointed out that, oh maybe the fan fighter means sabine i was like if Sabine's going to show up it's more than likely she job with the ghost mm -hmm. like and the ghost crew you know Ben Rao makes the most sense, I think, in this scenario. Um, and even with those Lego bricks guys, they're pretty good at reporting what they what they do. 
Like, yeah, so, over the years they've been. I don't feel like I've ever been like, oh, they go bricks, let me down. They they no. are they're always pretty on with what they do. Yeah, so if they've heard a fan fight, <coughs> that's only helpful to us who've been during McKidda's in this as Fen Rao for a while. Yeah, you know, it's just the more recent weeks you've had a bit more solid evidence on it um, from various sources, and this just reaffirms that. That's just that's only helpful to us, and I can say like we've had conversations for a while about McKid. It's not he woke yeah. up this morning and was like, oh, Lego put it out. I'm going to do this story. Like, this was supposed to be yesterday. Like, this yeah. was supposed to be yesterday's article. And I almost did it earlier in the year, but then was like, mm-hmm. was like, uh, I don't I don't know. But yeah, it came back up. I, I, I did. I took a trip, like I said, last week. And on that trip, heard some more things. And yeah, oh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to gonna gonna go forward with it and like we're gonna, I was gonna do it on Friday as, as and then I was like uh, I don't feel like it and then um when I got into the art yesterday and then the nerd was mm-hmm. like oh you know what we got we got the art man like let's go with the art you know yeah. I was just more pumped for that yesterday or this would have been flipped um but you know I feel like at this point I mean in in, in reality with as much stuff as we've done over the years it's like I really should mm-hmm. just be able to say that <laughs> and not have to be like please yeah, believe we, me. Yeah. Please believe yeah, but we me. Always, but... We always get questioned. You know, yeah. we always do. It doesn't matter what we've done. You know, you've been doing this for longer than me. You've been doing this like 10 years. Yeah. But, um, you know, people are always going to ask silly questions and question us. I yeah. I, I, I also suppose on one hand, it it it, it, it keeps us uh, it keeps us sort of toned. We're not toned here, mm-hmm. but we're, we're toned, toned there, you know. We're not toned physically. Not physically. No. Not but physically. Star Warsly, pretty toned. Pretty mm. ripped, kind of like the Hans and Franz of Star Wars, I'd say. Star Wars scoops, mm. yeah. <laughs> in reality, we're like Max Rebo, you know. Yeah, and, and we're 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 sort of like George Costanza Clone Wars. <laughs> I would like the, it, the I, clone template. We need to put Jamie Alexander in a in the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there there was a um, not that we can't go back to it or or continue talking mm-hmm. about, it, but there there was a. Uh, a story we had as a true on like before we started we're like oh cool as a true is here it's like what a what a what a weird show that's rad you know we're happy to happy to see him and then um it turns out jedi survivor some some mm-hmm. news came out that there's going to be a trailer pretty soon uh, in three days i think in, he said in three days I'm trying to see if i could pull it up I have no real excitement for that game at the moment. I'm going to get it regardless. Yeah. I'm picking it up. But it hasn't sold me uh, on the marketing. Same thing the Mandalorian didn't, but I'm enjoying Mandalorian. There's nothing against that. You, I'm not who you need to sell this to. You know, I, I'm going yeah. to be there day one. So hopefully yeah. the trailer's good. Yeah, I, I was, I, I'm, it's kind of weird because the original game, mm-hmm. I wasn't actually excited for it at all. I almost didn't even get it. And then my my son was like, Oh, that looks cool, Dad. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. You know, so I was like, it's like you know, you don't really have to push me too hard to do something Star Wars. And so then we went and bought it. And then after I played the game, or as I was going through, I'm like, oh, this is actually like kind of a special game, kind of a special story. It's it's very much much more cinematic than I thought. And uh, so I feel like the way I'm feeling is exactly the way I felt before. So I'm hoping right. it means when I play the game, I, I I feel that way. But also, it's a it's a weird. There's a weird, a, there's a weird collection of things in this game that give it like a, a different vibe, 
and I don't know how if I like it or not. Right. Like there's there's like the concept of like a high republic era Jedi who's been, you know, on thought or frozen or awoken. Like that's cool. But then when you kind of when I kind of see that guy, I'm like, that guy kind of looks like a dork. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? He kind of looks like he be, would be playing hockey on top of the roof of the clerk's store as mm-hmm. opposed to looking fucking cool. Uh, at least that's how it looks to me like in the, in those first uh, glimpses. So, you know, I'm I'm not too cynical, but I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best and I I, I, I plan think on it'll be a good it. game. Yeah. You know, I think it'll be a good game regardless. Like Respawn are fantastic developers, a great studio. Um obviously what they did with the last game, but also what they did with Titanfall 2 specifically. Obviously they said most of them guys over there they they worked on the original Modern Warfare line mm-hmm. for Call of Duty. And they're regarded as some of the best, you know, first person shooters ever made. Like not just in terms of multiplayer, yeah. but in terms of a story. So I have no doubt that these guys will will deliver something pretty great. It's just marketing wise for me, it hasn't hasn't done its job, but it doesn't need to with me. Like I you don't need to sell me on Star Wars. I'm buying yeah. all the crap, you know? Right. Like Yeah. Um, it, it's it's those like it's those like fourteen year olds that might watch Star Wars, might not but like that need to get pumped for the game itself. And then, and then they get into star Wars or and end up appreciating it. That's who they really need to be selling it to. I think it's I smart think. that they only put it on the current gen. So only like PS5, Xbox series X and S because I know people who bought a PS5 on Xbox purely for this game, you mm-hmm. know, this motivated them to go buy a PS5 and like move up to the new generation. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that means it's not going to be held back at all. Um, right, by the limitations of the last gen hardware, which is only again a positive for the game, and the attach rate for current generation uh, consoles um, and and games like games come out just for them is is a is really high. So I think this, even though skipping PS4 and uh, Xbox One, I think it's going to sell like gangbusters. It's going to be like probably one of the best selling games of the year, just like the Fallen Order itself was. Right, you know? right. So. Yeah, I um oh hey, look who it is. Dr. Rabato. Sorry, I was getting muffin tops. No, it's good, it's good, it's good. Um yeah, we're we're just talking they they announced that that the survivor trailer is gonna come in about three days, I think they they said. Oh nice. Yeah, so so we'll we'll have another look at that so we could, you know, gauge it How are you feeling about that, Rob? Yeah, what what, what are you gonna play it on, Rob, if you do play it? Uh, I gotta be honest, man. This is so much like Zelda. I can't play two Zelda games in a year. <laughs> I, well, I'll watch. I'll be watching this game. So. Well, is it like? Is it like? Yeah. The question though is, it actually like Zelda, or did they just throw in like two Zelda mechanics and are, are like, it's like Zelda? You know what I mean? That, that's that's kind I of the question. I have little time. It's too close at this point. Like, yeah. It's the hang gliding that got me. So it's not a bad game. I'll get to it. Like if it's great later, but I'll probably just watch you know streams. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and anybody who hasn't played the first game, you can watch like movie edits of it on YouTube that are right. entertaining. It's it's good. I don't like watching video games. I don't go on Twitch and just like watch someone play Nintendo. I'm not that guy. I'm not a I'm not a nine year old kid. Not a, not my thing. But that I mean, game is so cinematic. If you when it's cut right, when you just cut out like the puzzle solving stuff, <laughs> it plays like a movie. I'll tell you what would be an instant sell for me. Like regardless, would be if I could really create my own character. I'm I'm a nerd like that, you know. Like if I can make my own character, it's it bumps higher up on that list, you know. So, yeah. 
<laughs> Chris Priestley yeah, gave I, me I mean, $5 super think... uh, $5 super chat. Think... He said, I just want the bad guy to have white gold robes. <laughs> that guy. I do so. think the CGI and, and the storytelling is pretty good. Like, it's the kind of tone I wish the, you know, the more of the action figure live action stuff would follow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting if they gave the, the people that were responsible for the, for directing that game a chance, if they wanted it, to do something on Disney Plus. Because uh, they directed that game, that those cut those cutscenes are well directed, like it's yeah, it's better directed than some of the Disney Plus stuff we've had, and um, so you know wouldn't mind if if that if that happened. I don't know who directed it. I should know because I think they're they're talented, but. Wasn't it Stig? Was his name Stig? Oh yeah, name? there is a guy named Stig. Yeah, is that his real name? I think that's his real name. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Like when I don't even know what he looks like, but I imagine like he has like a fucking like mohawk, and like he has like a skateboard, and he he's like like a he's like that guy from remember Rob? Remember Skater Die? Of course. He's like the shop owner of Skater Die, and he's like, "What's up, guys? I'm Stig." I'm like, "Hey, Stig, I'm having a problem. This bully's messing me, messing with me." And Stig's like, "You gotta fuck him up." I'm like, "Thanks, Stig. Now I know what to do." To this like, day, anytime I see an empty pool, I want to battle. You know, <laughs> you know when 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 I was like a really small kid, my, my I had like really young parents, and uh, my dad used to take me to Paramount Skate Park, where he used to, which used to be a bunch of pools. And it turned into a skate park. And uh, I just used to like watch my dad skateboard. But he would sit me on the skateboard and just push. I would sit on it and go down the fucking swimming pools. Totally dangerous. I'd never do that to my kids. But yeah. th- that's what happened to me. That's what happened that to me. Swings a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a stuntman. Maybe on, on skateboard, dude. Yeah. I, I have a picture, too, somewhere of me like sitting on it. Like I have the helmet on and stuff. But yeah, it's still insane. Maybe they thought you were handicapped too, because that helmet oh. was a big deal back in the day. It's, it's a twofer, right? Like, you got maybe special needs baby on a skateboard <laughs> in the most dangerous park. Yeah, I don't know, man. The skateboarding that's that was one of those things. Where I'll let like, you dig that hole, Rob. I'm not gonna play in it. I'm telling you, there's a. I don't think it's funny, but I can see. You gotta understand, man. Like the '80s, people let their kids, regardless, do real stupid shit. Like mm-hmm. I had a, my cousin had, uh, I say my cousin cause I consider my buddy like family, but his, his cousin yeah. had down syndrome and that kid, they let him do everything cause they didn't know how long he was going to live. You know mm. what I mean? So it was like, he was like, I want to go bungee jumping. I'm like, no fucking way. I'm bungee jumping. This kid would put on a cape, you know, and they, they'd give him the money. And I'm like, he's like, you don't want to go. He's still alive by the way. Like they, but they, for some I, reason, I 80s, was going to say, I was like, uh, yeah. You know, if you want him to live his full life, maybe the bungee jumping is something that will not you're, help you're him live longer. The 80s, the 80s were full of logic, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> something, to, something to say, though, about, like, like the game, though. It is cool that I think we're going to get something from Star Wars this year that's probably the least divisive, you know, from the fans. You know what I mean? Which is mm-hmm. something that I just think every fandom needs, right? Like... Yeah, need something that's just overall pretty, pretty fucking awesome. And I'm, I'm just a big fan of Respawn, so I know they took a hit recently, you know, with the cancel game. So I hope it's a big win for them. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and also though too, like follow ups to a huge hit sometimes are are hard because people remember things better than they were. 
once they've decided something's good, it gets elevated. So like, like if this game actually, I think, has to be better than the first game, or it's going to be re- about that. treated as being received as if, as if it was worse. It's weird. Here's my, here's my one like worry, right? And I don't know what it it could be yet. Maybe because of Elden Ring, but so I've been watching the Psychonauts two documentary, right? And up in the beginning of the documentary, you know they're they're designing and getting back into the gameplay. And uh, you know the platforming in the original Psychonauts was not always the greatest, and they knew that at the time. It was hard for them at the time. But you know, uh, Tim Schafer, the creator of Psychonauts, had a double fine. He goes, uh, "Yeah, man, you know we got this run and jump and stuff, but Zelda had just come out. It was like 2017, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like, it's really fun to glide around, and we, you know we don't have that. It's like that, that gliding thing changed adventure games for folks. You mm-hmm. know, like." Once, like you take, once that game has it, if you make it an adventure game that don't have a fun function, everyone's going to fucking complain it doesn't have that one thing. Mm-hmm. And like that that sort of thing weighs on your mind. Do I add something like that because everyone's going to fucking talk about what they didn't get? Or do I focus on, you know, what the game needs to be, you know, and if that's something that can fit in there, great. But if not, you know what I mean? Like, that's just one of the yeah. things like. If you have like a semi-open world area and people have been playing the shit out of Elden Ring, will they want more Elden Ring mechanics when they play this game? Or will... I don't know, you know, like I'm not saying Elden Ring, but is there some, there's some missing thing that's happened in the last four or five years since the last game that gamers don't realize until they play another new game, kind of thing. You know, I was wondering. Yeah, I, I I kind of like how in from what we've heard, like with this game, it's like it's sort of like when you do the gliding thing, you're grabbing onto a creature, I believe. And then, yeah. but, but then it's like, they didn't just make it where like, that's the only creature you could grab onto or that you could like, you're able to like yeah. actually ride mounts and stuff. You so it's like my knock from your wallet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but they, they, they've made it where like, like the actual like environment is, is interactive. And then as well as like, like creatures and stuff. So like, that's, that's going to cool. Those, those, the first, there was that giant like dog thing and we didn't really get to interact with it too much. You also got that grappling hook thing in this game, which makes you look like Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Know? Or I, I they, like the grappling hook on Uncharted 4 a lot. Like, I don't think mm. anyone's beaten that grapple hook mechanic, you know, just the feel of it. You know, like for me, like, it's kind of like the top tier grappling hook. I was afraid they were going to create a glide saber. Like, you know, you just pull it out <laughs> like a lightsaber, but it turns into a glider. It's a glide saber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was my... If they would bring in the helicopter saber into this... I would be all about it. I would be very excited. This like, is where not... it belongs. If if, if, if anywhere, belongs. yeah, yeah. Um, I just hope they make Cal Kestis better as as a as a lead protagonist. I just mm-hmm. think he's such a wet blanket. Like he's the least interesting character in that game for me, at Thank least. You. Do, do you uh, think is that is that a is that a, is that a product of trying not to imprint too bold of a personality so that with a the player feels that they have some agency in the story, even though they really don't. Is is that maybe why that that happened that way? You think, or is it just the character is not well done? I think it's just the character is not well done, personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just falls I, more into that stoic sort of like you mm-hmm. know, he's got all that talent and power, but if he would just try, <laughs> you know, and you're just like, all right, man. Yes, now he's trying. Now it's working. Maybe it won't. I don't know. There's something oh. generic about it. It's not bad, but it's like 
when I think of like, uh, and I don't know, like, like even uh, Solid Snake in the first Metal Gear, the first one, Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. right? So not the first, technically the second or third one, depending on how you look at it. But on Metal Gear Solid, was enough non personality with just enough for it to not be generic? Like he was a little, it was something wise that there was something wise assy about him, but it wasn't over the top, you know. It was just enough. And he was quiet enough because he had that look that he didn't have to talk like Zelda. Or, I mean Link, you know. So. When, I don't know. I just go ahead. When 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 Disney Plus lets me do my Cobb Vanth movie, um, I'm gonna make him Bionic Commando. Remember that that grappling hook? That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Hot dog arms. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wiener arms. Are you talking about the NES version, but I'm talking about the 360 hot dog arms. Yeah, yeah. I I, I played that one too. Um the question I have for Best Ben though, um, if you could answer this huge um story okay. scoop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does Fan Rao happen mm. to wear white and gold Jedi robes in Mandalorian season three? A, a friend wants to know. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Okay. I'm sorry. You know. Best Ben. A friend mm-hmm. wants to know if you've heard of any new names in Dave and Lindelof Star Wars. Like mm, mm. Well, that's the thing. We gotta look back at his past projects, see Rob. You know. Mm-hmm. We've got to we've got to bring in Yaya Abdul Mateen. We've got mm-hmm. to bring in Evangeline Lilly, you know, okay. from Lost. We've, okay. we've got to go back in time. George Clooney from Tomorrowland. <laughs> I just like she's still known for something twenty years ago, like John Ritter from Three's Company. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> no one else from Lost is getting that attached to their name. By the way, like, yeah, I even say Linda Lost, and people forget about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah. Well, at least Snyder did answer Chris's question this week. And know, it was, was a quick, quick response, but it got answered. You know. Well, wait, I mean, yeah, I mean, he can't lie to Chris, right? I he mean, can't he, lie to Chris. Chris, Chris asked him. What did he ask him? Uh, if he's had an update on the names attached to Lindelof's project. Yeah. That's what I, exactly what I just asked Bespin, Jason. That was the joke. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm. But you told it in a joke form. I'm trying to clarify. Um, okay, he's asked if you've heard of any new names. Let me say, let me say the exact same words without the smirk. Yeah, he heard if there is any new names attached to the Dave and Lindelof Star Wars. Yeah, which... I was. Go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was gonna tell Chris. I was like, to be honest, I think he needs to ask. Just ask him when he when he does ask him. He just needs to be like, "Hey, you got any Star Wars news?" Yeah, because yeah, we about it yesterday, I... right? Yeah, because because if if he has actual news about the one of the, the biggest movie probably or one of the biggest movies of twenty twenty five, he's not going to not report it because Chris didn't ask him. He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> oh, drop shucks. it. Oh shucks! I could have posted that today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but he also but I mean he did he did uh, go on and kind of touch upon what me and. Bespin have been saying, and that's that it. There was some behind the scenes issues with skeleton crew. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. Yeah, production issues. Yeah, to which he fairly said, anytime there's a lot of money, there's production issues on every freaking thing. But yeah, and he was doing it specific to... though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was. This was. This, there, there was. This goes like. This goes uh, a much. This, it's it's wider. This is this is unique. Like, I mean. I've been reporting on Star Wars stuff since The Force Awakens. And really before that, if you want to get down to Star Wars Rebels. And um, 
stuff like that like what happened on skeleton crew is is unique in the the larger scheme yeah. of things even even in the productions that like where people got fired you know mm. it wasn't like that yeah because we right. hear things all the time from you know regarding certain people who work on those shows um that we just keep to ourselves because it's not a big deal yeah you know there's a lot of yeah. egos involved there's a lot of you know not great people but when uh with stuff happened with Mandalorian season three because I even told you about that. And I was like, well, it's nothing to really sit, write home about yet. And then when mm-hmm. Skeleton Crew happened and shit really hit the fan, it was like, well, we've some, something needs to be done. Yeah, something needs to be said at this point. But um, hopefully, like if more word spreads about it, that if there's a follow up season for Skeleton Crew or whatever the next production is, uh, things are easier for for the people who get to work on it, which is always our intention. Yeah, you know? that was that was kind of the. The philosophical question that me and Bespin were talking about yesterday was like, this kind of needed to be out there when the problems were there during the production. Mm. And now that the production's over, kind of is there value in it being brought back up? Yeah, Um, he brought it up because I think people have been trying to give him some shit. Like, because he mentioned that the Marvel is a shit show mm -hmm. um, and said some things about Brie Larson and people have just wrongly, I think, harped on him. And uh, he was like, well, you know, there's a lot of men in the industry were assholes. And he yeah. brought up Skeleton Crew and John Watts, which is, yeah, you know, tracks. <laughs> so, yeah. And men um, can be assholes too, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and yeah, and I'm of the opinion that if, if John Watts turns in a really great fucking Star Wars product at the end of the day and some feelings had to be hurt, so be it to some extent. <laughs> as long as it extent. wasn't abusive. As long as it's not like that guy from uh, Avengers, you know. Like I've worked for just... shitty, I've worked for shitty fucking art directors, and I work for abusive. You know, yeah. And there is a real, there's a real difference. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a real difference. So. Hey, I'm like Shelly Shelly Duvall. Does she have to have some mental issues for me to get the shining? So be it. That's yes. what I say. I'm kidding. I'm kind of kidding. I'm a little bit kidding. If you're gonna make art, yeah, there's some fucking pain in there. But you know, with the I'm not throwing shade at Shelly Duvall, but I sincerely believe. Her olive oil is her best role. <laughs> well, I genuinely love that movie. Do you believe it. that she's talking to Robin Williams via Spaceship Beyond the Grave? That's a yeah, real thing. Like That's oh, a real Robin. thing. Oh, Robin! Like just like that, you know. Hello. <laughs> Hello. All right, it's time for the as a truth. Well, there's a new Jedi Survivor trailer on Monday. It's Monday, and it's. One minute forty-seven seconds long. Um, and how long? Wait, how long? One minute forty-seven. So, not very long. But I'd imagine it's mostly just like cutscenes and stuff because yeah. that's for what the they did people for that Fallen have Order. us. I'll interject and let you guys speak. But for the people who have us as background noise, I just want you to know there's two English-esque accents going on here. There's two separate people. If you're listening to the podcast, we got Azatru and we got Ben. Well, well. As a choose from Nottingham, which is not London, get that straight right now. Americans think it's all mythical, Jason. And then they're not smart. (laughs) Don't know the difference. And then he's a Welshian. That's what I believe. That's what they're called, Welshians. Mm -hmm. Americans are so. Americans are so stupid. We think public transportation is like a myth. You know, (laughs) well, I mean, I'm of the theory that all the accents kind of end up getting kind of combined once they go to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's what I think happens. That's where, like, they kind of like that's like they're like, you know, 
Ellis Island. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's where it all kind of like the melting Turf pot. Turf Island. <laughs> no, There's a monopoly <laughs> in in accents in the UK. What gets put on film? There's either the posh ones, which sounds like Daisy Ridley and Emma Watson, yeah. or there's the Cockney geezers like Jason Statham. You know, me and Azure, we we don't get put on the platforms. So I do like. Do you become it. a Cockney geezer as you get older? Is that something that you? But Jason Statham's like... actually from near, like it's near here. Like he's from. Oh, uh, he's, he's a faker. He's a phony. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, from a place called Shirebrook, which is like not too far. It's like in need... Derbyshire or whatever, Nottinghamshire. We, or which we need to introduce him to Danny Dyer, a true Cockney geezer. <laughs> That's what we need to do. But sorry, but, but what, I'm from. What... Oh yeah, go I'm on. from where they shot Willow. So yeah, I'm a country you're, bumpkin. You're Nelwyn, basically. You're big tall Nelwyn. Yeah. Oh, by the yeah. way, there was uh, be, we'll go we'll go to the game stuff really quickly. But before I forget, there was uh, um, a big like Willow update that that came from from Kasdan, and he's like, "Hey guys, we just want you guys to know, like the show's not canceled. We're just <laughs> letting the actors go do other things because we're not gonna we're writing it, and it's gonna take like a really long time." And we, we don't think it would be fair. And and, and like I was talking to, to Max from uh, Star Wars Post in I, on Twitter, and I'm just like, this is like when somebody says we're not breaking up, but we're taking a break. No, no, you're you're you're, you're getting dumped. <laughs> Disney Plus is like we're taking a break. Yeah. Um, uh, he does yeah, blame um, the slowdown in how many streaming shows are being made, which is what me and you Jason. discussed the other day. Yeah, Jason, yeah, this would be the first cut. It's literally the Kurtz slash Costanza move where he's just showing back up to work. <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> So so by the way, not to get not to get derailed again, but but yesterday when I was, I was talking, we were talking about like, you know, who would replace Kathleen Kennedy when she does go because she's gonna be 70 next year. And we're like, how long is 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 somebody gonna work into their seventies? And I was like, if she doesn't retire by seventy two, I think she's just gonna stay there and then just die someday. I think she's just gonna stay there until she dies. And um, but uh, but now I'm starting to think that maybe Kasdan is going to have her lick some envelopes, poison her. Oh no, and she's gonna die. <laughs> and then People that's who don't how watch Seinfeld are gonna think you're serious, Jason. Yeah, and then he's gonna, <laughs> and then he's gonna, and then he's gonna like put Willow back on the slate, and then we're gonna get the next season. That- that actress could play a Kathleen Kennedy. Like I'm looking at her now, right <laughs> in my head. She could play Kathleen like, Kennedy. She could. Yeah, they she hated really her too. Could. They hated her. Yeah, they hated her. Like it, it, she really could pull that one off. <laughs> okay, all right. As yeah. it true, back to the game stuff because you're the game guy and you got the game stuff. So, so you're you're saying it's like like a minute thirty or whatever, which is minute forty seven. Yeah, forty seven. So it's mostly just going to be, I'd imagine, cut scenes, which is good. They did share a clip. Um, it's doesn't tell us anything because it's just the mantis crashing, like coming down from the sky and almost crashing. And then it cuts out, so we already know the mantis crashes anyway. Like that's not new information, but it's, that's what that's we opened on in that that one. Yeah, clip yeah. So that's yeah. So it's probably just mostly going to be cutscenes. Like, and I, they probably might put like a couple of small gameplay clips in there, but it, at least it's good because we haven't got much story details. We haven't seen many locations outside of Kobo, and that's what people want. So. Um, so yeah, that's out on Monday, 9 a.m. PT. So uh, yeah, pretty British good. I'm surprised it's before uh, 4 p.m. our time. So very good, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, mean, I thought this was going to be the one that drops during celebration, 
because uh, it's like the spawn, it, like they're promoting it, like they're doing all the live streams, but maybe there'll be something else there. But yeah, so that's something to look forward to next week. I'm, I, I will watch it. I've already bought the game, so it's like they kind of, they kind of already won. <laughs> and today, well, to be fair, I can understand why they dropped uh, the announcement today. It should have came out today. The game was so it's six weeks today. The game will be out. Oh, okay. So today's that day when the hardcores are like, we're supposed to be playing Survivor right now, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of TikToks about it today. <laughs> really? Will really? we? Uh, yeah. Chris yeah. says, will we see the High Republic guy? I hope so, because he's been absent since the uh, trailer back in December. So I think they may allude to him a little bit more, because he's been completely absent for now. So As a maybe well, he's the big secret. Will that will that High Republic guy wear white and gold Jedi robes? He is. He basically is. Yeah. There you go. Chris is honey so, man. They're, they're, kind, they're kind of a honey mustard, let's be honest, guys. But um Star Wars makes us a big W because yeah, Meg Meg had, had this had the the uh, Mick Kid thing back uh <laughs> in, over the summer of twenty twenty two. I can't remember now. But good job, Meg. And then good job, uh, Meg. And then thank you for the super chat, Frog Eater, um, which is I think a little, uh, which is a Grogu. Uh, quick question, Jason: How <laughs> can like, the? It's a racist thing to say. What a, a Grogu? It's, it's it's an older racist joke, but it checks out. Oh okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. All those green guys look the same to me. Uh, quick oh. question, Jason: How can the villains of Skeleton Crew be villains we met in Mando three, when John Favreau said no Skeleton Crews will. Characters will debut in Mando. So, I mean, I thought he meant the main characters. Yeah, yeah, I I do too. I mean, it's like how 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 much do you do you believe you know exactly like what the what the PR line is on that kind of stuff? Like, to be fair, you heard there was pirates, and when we saw pirates, you said it's a possibility they might be the same characters. They didn't come out there and go, "These are the ones," you know, like. Well, no. Probably. Well, Bespin, Bespin heard that 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 it is the 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 same gang. Is that the best way to put it, dude? I don't know. Yeah, same yeah. gang, probably. And yeah. then I and then I know that it's the same the same mass and stuff like that that are being used. Yeah, well, frog eater. Just, just think. Faber also said that Book of Boba Fett was like the Godfather, and I'm still struggling to figure it out. <laughs> Jason yeah. also knows like one of my sources on this, mm-hmm. like which is kind of like which makes it very hard to be like, well, this should it should be accurate given what yeah. I was told. You know, yeah. again, Jason knows me. I do things multiple source. I don't have a go with just one. No. Yeah, to his no, audience, like, like, no, every you know. every now and then he'll have like somebody that, like, without a doubt, just can't be wrong about it. And has been trusted, and he's like, Oh, I need two. And I'm like, On oh, this one, I think you can go forward, but you know, but yeah, it's you like, were trying yeah. to tell me to do this with the uh, with the pirates, like, just mm-hmm. go. And I was like, Nope, but like, I held it for days until somebody else came forward and yeah, uh, you know, backed it up. And yeah. the person, the people who backed it up were. You know they were worth waiting for. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do have something Mandalorian related. So oh, okay. uh, a Lego set was leaked. Um, it's the Fang Fighter versus Tie Scepter. Um, it's coming out on the first of May apparently. Now there's been a lot of back and forth about this. So some 
accounts on Instagram were saying it was going to be revealed next week. But apparently it's not going to be because it's spoiler related. So <clears throat> the, basically some people thought this was Bo-Katan's fighter, but it's not. It's a smaller Mandalorian fighter. And some people have been saying it comes with Moff Gideon and Sabine. And that's mm. the implication. But that's just that's separate from the other leaks. But some people have been saying that because it it it's going to be announced. Let me check the uh, date. I think it's, it's April twenty like, fifth, isn't it? Uh, April twenty fifth. Yes, that's the date. Is when it's going to be revealed, which would just mm. be after an episode. Yeah. So yeah, we we discussed it a little bit earlier when we broke down the the likelihood of being Fenrau. Um, I also did speak to some of those Lego people, and uh, they apparently don't know who the the minifigs are. Um, a speculation on their part, but it's definitely the Fang Fighter. Um, mm-hmm. And given, you know, Fenrau's, you know, connection to the the Mandalorian protectors, uh, the last surviving member, it's it's a good chance to see him, especially given that Jason as well shared for for a while that that Kevin McKidd is is back as Fenrau in this in this season. Yeah, yeah. So th- so when when we when we take like like that like that's what, when when I when I wrote the I wrote the article version of this article a long time ago re-edited it last week we were talking about it and then and then we were going to put it out yesterday and then ended up going with the the art we're like let's go with the one with the art first and then we'll go to the fenrau and we, we were talking about it up front because because he was like which one are you doing but then that that brick story hit today and the people are like oh he's moving forward with the fenrau story because of the brick story but these things are just sort of I hate yeah. the word, but is it kismet? <laughs> is like, is that the word? Am I using that right? But I think it, you know what I mean? It's like it just the, the way that it, this stuff lined up. Meg, Meg, and Meg says a big win. And Meg says Star Wars leaks are already having a, a breakdown over it. They hate me there. Ha ha ha, dickheads. Yeah, the Star Wars leaks crowd is a unique bunch. Um, I, I'm like, you know, if you, I wish if they were going to ban and block me from there. And all of that shit and make me Voldemort that they wouldn't just repost my my articles by taking out like key letters to make it seem like it's notes when it's not. That's just literally that's still plagiarism. We like the, Voldemort, <laughs> but we post his tweets, right? Like Yeah. Because <laughs> they're entertaining, much. but we, we ban them. Yeah. Or you know, sure. how about how about just get your head out of your ass? How about that, Star Wars leaks? Yeah. That's that's an idea, you know? Especially because when me and my George Costanza buddy over here aren't doing mm. shit. You're posting comic book updates and interviews where Dave Filoni doesn't say anything but talks in circles. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> at least you could at least be nice to me. It's, a it, little bit. It, it's, it's like the Lindelof thing today. It's from two days ago. No one picked up on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if, you know, these people don't really go out and look for anything. Like, it, it took two days for this little bit to come out and it's like it's publicly on slash film like they tweeted about it no one cares until it was someone eventually found and posted on there and we'll wait wait what what was that those ratings days ago you know it's the thing i sent you earlier it's uh he was asked if he's working on a star wars uh project and then he said that basically you'd only do it if if you get it right oh okay but everyone's like saying it's like this is what we need before celebration it's like he didn't really say much. He was he was like avoiding saying stuff. Yeah, but again, speak. But it's like Sean Levy. Like he was 
reported through the trades last year, right, to be doing a Star Wars movie. Luke's from Avocado to confirm that, but he's been going around saying, yeah, I'm doing it. You know, yeah. um, so I think it's a fair game for Lindelof to at least acknowledge it. Um, it's, it's like the worst kept secret at the moment. It's likely his movie that's coming out in 2025. Um, it's just, I, I have lower expectations for Celebration. I don't know about you guys, in terms of announcements anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think we'll get updates on everything we already know about, especially on the live action television side. And then in terms of movies, again, it'll likely just be Lindelof. Maybe they'll confirm Levy and, uh, and maybe they give an update on Taika. You know, I don't know, but... I'll take that. I'll take that because there's I not going to yeah. be a celebration for two years. Like, yeah. if there was one next year, I feel like, ha, oh, there's going to be way more next year. And, th- you know, Orlando is going to get, like, something great. But there's not going to be one for two years. So this yeah. is the big opportunity to say stuff because next year what? they'll have, what, D23 and Investor Day, which is always crap, so... Where else are you going to be able to get a three hundred dollar Ewan McGregor signature? Huh? Come on. <laughs> oh, else? speaking Where of which, they three hundred. Um, you're being kind. I think it's in it. Katie Sackoff, uh, Jim Carlo, and um, one of the others, Mandalorian, has cancelled their Friday photos and signings. All of them. Hmm. So it's just a bit interesting that those three specifically have all been cancelled due to low ratings. They all sold out as well, so <laughs> I'd imagine there are... Uh, is this something Mando happening that day? Maybe no. they're gonna maybe maybe they're gonna make make an announcement about the season four or something. Yeah, it's kind of weird because think... he's already done it. He's already done it a bunch of times. Yeah. So I don't know how that would yeah. make sense. And it, like I don't know, the 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 they've got certain time slots, so you. The, the panel's in the morning. I think the signings and stuff tends to happen in the afternoon, so I don't know what that's about, but all of those three have been specifically cancelled for the Friday, so they all yeah. just have... I can't remember who was the third, but they're all Mandalorian, so that was a bit strange. Hmm. Yeah, that that is... Yeah, that, there's definitely something there. That's a lot of money to, like, throw away, like, all, and all of like, them. It's really strange, because they should have known about this, unless it's, like, a bit of a last-minute change, because... They have been taking like purchases for a couple of weeks now, and like that they would have known. Like unless Reed Pop just didn't have any communication with Lucasfilm, which but is possible. But we see this often with other conventions, though, right? They'll sign up to do a that is a true. Yeah, and they'll pull out. Usually, it's tied to maybe reshoots or like work related stuff in Manhattan Beach. But <clears> at this current time, there's nothing for them. Well, they do. do they're doing stuff. The, the Saturday and Sunday are still happening. It's just the Friday that they've all pulled out of. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very yeah, strange considering it... they just started taking orders a couple of weeks ago. Now they cancel. Like uh, Celebration twenty nineteen, the only one to pull out was Rizama because it was unwell, and that was like the day before. Uh, other than that, it, it happened. So, yeah, because because it's like at that point, I don't. I would highly doubt they could do any kind of secret shooting. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Or, and unless unless they're, I mean, let's just theorize. What could they do? Is Carl Weathers the third one? Carl Weathers. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and they're like like those characters wouldn't all be. I was like, they could do some kind of like shoot something for four while they're in while they're in the UK at a location that they can never get to otherwise, and like do it then. But all those characters would never be all together in the same scene in the same place yeah. for the same thing. So that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. So, yeah. 
Mr. Nick gave me a 199 Super Pound chat, and it says, "As a true and Bessie, this is nice." So what's what's Rob? Is Rob Rob a piece of shit? Rob just a piece of shit now? Yes. Just Rob, read, just read, send me. Read what, the I mean, like you'll say. It. Man, <laughs> well, why why does Nick hate you, Rob? That's what I want to know. I'm 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 with Rob. Fuck Nick. You know I'm good. Oh shit! <laughs> Both Nick and Bespin were batting each other Listen. each time yesterday. It was yes. great. Yesterday I kicked him off the podcast. He's done. He's gone. <laughs> you know, he, he's just trying to get on my yeah, good side now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it working? I mean, is look? I mean, it, no, it seems no. I mean, it seems him, like ask him if I replied to any of his texts today. I don't uh, know. Well, Nick, did you write it? Did you reply to any of his texts today? No, I didn't reply to his. Like, <laughs> I like he's gone. I like how has to say it, and then Jason has to repeat. Well, it they're not talking, so I have to do it. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's abandoned us on Fortnite as well, Jason. He know? has. I don't blame him. That's my human shield, man. I've been taking a lot of shots to the head and the butt. Like, it's I, gonna I need be my there. my my favorite thing in a week or two. When I can log onto the Xbox and see you guys playing Fortnite and still refuse to play, I'll go. No, hey, no, what's up, guys? No. Not playing. <laughs> Come on, Rob, just join us. Join us for one day, one hour. Yeah, just, you know? Just, no, you know? no. It's just it's it's like it's like going to the to the coffee shop and you're just like hanging out. It's like, hey, how's it going? I'm drinking a soda. You know, whatever. Drink water. You love whatever friends, you want. right, Jason? That they got a no, whole I show don't. based no. on hanging out at the coffee shop. <laughs> well, well you, you like go. friends, so uh, you could be you could be fucking Phoebe or Chandler or whoever one of those weirdos is, and you could be them, and I'll be them, and you know, whatever. Yeah, we could do it. I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, look, it's the 1990s. Everybody's addicted to heroin, but we're best friends. You know, we do something like that. Was it heroin? Oh yeah, nineties was heroin, man. That was yeah, yeah. But um, that's why we don't have like Lane Stanley or Kurt Cobain or even that fucking idiot from Blind Melon. (laughs) Even he didn't make it. So yeah, sorry, B girl. No, no follow up video for you. Crash Um, test on me. That that wasn't heroin, right? He just no, no. That was that was probably just boredom. Just boredom mostly. A mono. The one yeah. time mono killed somebody was. You, you, you think uh, Weird Al regrets doing the parody of that one? Because like that one today, the song you hear the song and like nobody's like, "What's this a parody of?" But uh, I know that's my favorite well, Weird Al song. Like, is it really? <laughs> or <are> you just <laughs> no? Okay, <laughs> I lost on Jeopardy is probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, well, have we have we have we done it, or do we do we got more to hit on? You guys got places to believe. I think that's it. Uh, celebration tickets are going out. I've got an email saying they're coming soon. So they they have shit. the artwork's pretty good this time, better than the last few. I think um, there's it a is. lot of variety. Yeah, yeah. People I, were pretty I'm upset though. There was Ray. There was Sabine. There was anything that isn't Mando or Return of the Jedi. They were not yeah. pleased about, but. Well, what they what they like like one of the things that comes up that I've seen in that discourse around it is they hate the prequels, and it's like no, it's just that there's actually like when you look at what's considered prequel content at the moment, it's not actually prequel content. Like it's like you know like Survivor is kind of has prequel elements yeah. into it, you know, but yeah. like we're not we don't actively have something in the prequel era coming out. Everything that's in there is promoting something in the very recent past or, or in the very recent like 
on the horizon for the most part or is active and you know there's ahsoka and stuff like that and yeah. to be honest the fact that we're getting a 15th anniversary clone wars panel for celebration is going to be good for fans like most people assume there wouldn't be anything but there is there's something and the last time they did a celebration special panel um like for the anniversary was uh the announced season seven so maybe i don't think there will be like more clone wars but who knows what they'll say um at that panel chris asks as a true are you going to the future of lucasfilm panel i hope so i've entered the uh lottery so yeah. we'll, we'll we shall see i will okay. have my phone <laughs> yeah he says uh you will have to tweet, <laughs> I'll tweet it out, it out. yeah, yeah don't stream. worry if i'm there I've, well, I've, I've entered the panel with a couple of friends and we'll just have to hope is the future of lucasfilm not live streamed or is that when live streamed it's well they, they didn't say I don't think. well they, they said there's going to be live streamed panels but i'd assume it's going to be like last time where they just cut out stuff yeah yeah but didn't well, they say so certain the, panels that's going to live stream it's likely not going to be this one the four mm. panels they've selected are quite interesting like i thought so it's the future of lucasfilm ahsoka the villains of the sequel trilogy and bad batch i thought uh, one of the others um I can't remember which uh, like well, the Clone Wars panel one. or the and the Obi Wan Kenobi one would have been lottery, but it's not. So it's the one that surprised me the most was the um, villains of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, it's not like they're not going to announce anything new there. Uh, no. But yeah, so that's strange. But they, well, they, they always they always do one. They they always do a big one that's just legacy based. Like that's that's where that kind of stuff does happen. Yeah, so the 40th what... anniversary. I thought the 40th anniversary one was going to be the that one because they haven't announced who's going to turn up. So right. I know it's over here, but maybe there's a chance like someone major is going to be there. But I don't know. We'll see. Gwendolyn Christie is going to be there, right? Yeah, for the villains, for the sequel for the villains one. Yeah, it's so that's uh, cool. Andy Circus and um... McDermott. Is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah, that's that's cool. I I don't yeah. know if Adam Driver would show up to no because no. he he seemed to have. I would you know there was that rumor that Harrison Ford has like social anxiety. I I I've seen I've seen hint I've seen um, um Kylo Ren actor have a lot of like I don't like being in front of this audience and this is weird like moments like over the years so. I don't expect that we'll see him going to celebration no, until no. until he's like you know in his late fifties and he's gone through a divorce and uh, took all the money and he needs to. Don't say that just, the Raylos will be very. Happy. Oh yeah, they will. They will. Those many. Like, they all, like, they ru- tried to ruin his life. Like, it, oh. I I I heard that during episode nine he left the jordan shoot a little bit early because of weirdness yeah, that's that was what going I've seen. on yeah 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 behind yeah, yeah. like so... there is pic- I, I see pictures like it sometimes they'll go like pop up in my um algorithm and it'll be pictures of adam and someone in like new york like when they was filming in jordan and people mm-hmm. say it's daisy when it isn't and the railers think it's daisy because he was having a fur and stuff and it's like that's like their big their money shot like that's that they left jordan early like everyone was in jordan filming whilst they left and like that's what they torment his wife with and it's like it's what, what's what's funny is when he did leave early and they needed to use uh they had like a double like for him but then they needed a double double 
like a like a like, like an in and out doggy style burger for Dave Filoni. And uh, but uh, a lady was his double for a couple of moments. I don't know if they made it into the film or not, but they had to use a, a, a lady who seen, was tall. I might have seen pictures or something like that. Like, I, really? I like, oh, that, that, yeah, I, I feel like I've seen something. Yeah. So, yeah, that, See, I was Jason, like, oh, that's surprising. This is the problem when you try to chase an audience. You go, we want that Twilight crowd, forgetting how psychotic the Twilight crowd was against the two main actors in that series, right? <laughs> Well, no, no, no. Crowd they were going for Hunger fucking Games. Audience. No, they were going what? for Hunger Games. I don't, I don't know of. Twilight yeah, but they wanted Twilight. Here. That's the same. Hunger Games and Twilight's the same okay. crowd. Uh, Maybe they were shooting for Hunger Games, but they got the Twilighters, and those cats <laughs> came over here, <laughs> the Twilits or the Twitwits, whatever you want to call them, man. The and twits. now these poor actors got to be dealing with this bullshit, you know, like for the remainder of their careers. You know, it makes me know. laugh because the Rise of Skywalker was the. Uh, end point like that's what like when they saw the end of that film there was like we're done with star wars but they still much like the people they also hate on the other side are still complaining about the rise of skywalker and star wars and still consuming it even though they vowed to that i'm done with kathleen kennedy and jj they ruined star wars for me like because they were they was a fan because of the force awakens and then because rise of skywalker ended how i wanted it to but not for them like it went the wrong way for them yeah. I mean, obviously, he was going to die. It was obvious. Like, and then when oh, you yeah. you leaked it, and I, I can't believe it. Like, I was like, yes, I feel validated. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm getting the ending I want. And then I I just saw all the people attacking you. I was like, oh no. Do you like the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, it's one of my favorite Star Wars films. Okay, you're the only yes. like person in in real life that's ever said this. Uh, See, here's, why we it, we all have our faults, right, Bespin? People, yeah. and some people, I know. I'm just, I'm just curious. So, I'm just curious. Like some ca- like casual them. people, like that, like the newer films, just like them all. Like they don't rank them. Like, I don't rank my films. Like I find ranking stupid. Like it's the most stupid thing a Star Wars fan can do because you can just like them all. Like I just do. I I, I say Attack of the Clones is my least favorite, but I still like some of it. But I used to put it as one of my favorites when I was younger. I used to hate the Phantom Menace because when I was like eight or nine or whatever, the internet was saying how bad it was. And I was like, oh, it must be that bad then. Like, I only watched it like once. I like Return of the Jedi. But yeah, yeah now it's, I, know, I'm it, just, I like I, it. I'm just curious because I dislike the movie, like, quite passionately. But anytime I've ever like talked about it on like, the podcast, people always send messages and they're like, you know, you're too harsh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, tell me what you like about it. And nobody's ever had a real conversation with me to tell me what they enjoy about it. Because I want to see it from somebody else's perspective. Like, I want to understand what somebody else's I've only seen people be harsh on it. Like, think it's like the worst thing to ever exist. But to me, I went in after the, after like The Force Awakens, like before The Last Jedi, I wanted like a certain ending. Like, Rey, Mm -hmm. Binary Sunset, BBA, Kylo dies. There's a massive battle. Like, the galaxy comes together. Like, I got a lot of the stuff I wanted happen and like i didn't think palpatine would come back but i really liked what him fighting ray and stuff like that like that that i really liked that aspect i know a lot of people don't like the like persona and things like that but to me it felt like because the the group was together it felt like a traditional start like the original trilogy like the original crew together i like that stuff that's why i wanted the last jedi and we didn't get that even though i like last jedi because finn poe and ray was split up so much but we got a lot of that in uh, the Rise of Skywalker, so I like that. That's fair. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I'm just I, curious. Like nobody yeah. ever gives me an answer as to why they like it, and I like I Brain genuinely man. want to know. I think it's because whenever we say we like something, 
then we get attacked for like that spe- for every little point. Like, no, how bad it is. No, no. That, was, I mean, like, <laughs> the, that whole situation back then was was crazy. I didn't really know Jason that well then. We were going back and forth on what we'd heard about the Rise of Skywalker. That's when I started yeah. doing this crap. And um, I remember when he said that Ben Solo died. The amount of death threats I was sent just for covering his stuff about it. I was like, yeah, well, this is fun, you know. Yeah, they were maniacs. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. They're all and, and they're all the the ones that aren't completely done with Star Wars. Genuinely think the world between worlds is going to bring him back in the next couple of years. It's going to all change, and it this is what the Mandalorian is leading to, like the Ahsoka series. It's it's basically Dave fixing JJ's sins, but no, he he it's he, no. it's Thrawn. It, it, it's not it's not Ben Solo at the other end, even though they think it is. Yeah, no. And and like like what what kind of goes on like I know a bit of the like structure of Ahsoka and there's nothing about the the Ahsoka series which is going to be our world between worlds um moment where this is about retconning and this is a retcon device. It's completely not used that way. Yeah, it's no. it's anyone it's saying like, it's retcon stupid. Yeah, I would call it I would say it's more akin to the magic mirror on the wall. You know what I mean, kind of thing where you know the witch who looks into the cold cauldron and sees something and sees stuff. Like I've talked about the the that the Anakin moment, like like the alternate the the futures that could have been and past that 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 might have been but never was and stuff like that. It's not like oh here we go, let's let's straight up like just change the 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 movies. That's not what what it's going to do. Um, sorry, if that's what if that's what they wanted. But yeah, like when I did that article, I'm like, look, I hear he 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 dies, and like right now, I got nothing saying he gets back up. Like like the kiss at the time when I reported, I don't think even think it was filmed because the thing about it was that was filmed in 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 Los Angeles, I believe. Yeah, they did it at the Bad Robot HQ. So so when when I when I had that, like what I'm reporting is like true, and then and then I said I don't know. I said he might. I, that's the ending I want. Oh, they were fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I genuinely can vividly remember it because I just wanted to know I was right. And some people I knew kept telling me I was wrong for like years. And I was yeah. like, ah, I know I'm right. I'm getting everything I want. So when I go and watch it, I'm going to be happy. And then I just remember literally no one was happy that was looking at the leaks. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, but this is perfect to me. This is what I've been waiting for. So Th- that I, I was, was going into it happy. That that was that was my take from from the the minute I reported that Kylo Ren killed Han Solo, and that we knew it was the son, and I'm like, there's no way this character gets to do Star Killer base and kill Han Solo, and then atones in a way where he lives. He's gonna. I was atone, told by but... a friend that I don't speak to anymore because he went off the rails because of Star Wars. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> like adamantly for years. It's going to be Ray and Kylo having kids at the end, and blah blah blah. And Solo's going to defeat. Uh, it wasn't Palpatine, but like Snow. Uh, he's going to be the yeah. big hero. Episode nine is going to be all about him. Uh, he he he's fine. He gets off, and I'm like, no, he, no. It, just because Vader became a ghost doesn't mean he he gets a better like ending. Like he should still yeah. die. And I I I was like. I'm looking forward. I know these leaks are going to be true. I sat and watched it at midnight, and I was like, "That's perfect. That's that's my ending." So. See, see was... like like episode nine for me is like if it was like a record, 
and like each each track on the record I like, but I don't think those tracks make a good record. Like that's how the movie is for. I me. know what you mean. I, I how I yeah. see it is they had so many issues going into it with like Carrie dying. Like that for me is people say that is an issue, and I'm like, what was this supposed to do? Really? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they had they had a hard itch. Like that that affected. Well, what they could have done with it. They had the answer. But they, but they didn't have the time, and the answer was to do Moss, make Moss Kanata do the carry part, and have Moss Kanata have actually. That, but that was the, but the, but the truth is that they didn't have the uh, the uh, turnaround time in terms of the VFX, and I don't think it would have would would have happened. I remember when uh, we would meet. It was me, you, and Jerry Paxis, right? We're all independently sharing leaks from uh, Tross. Yeah. Right? I remember, like at the time when we basically had a full outline close to the end mm-hmm. of the movie from start to finish. It was like I was reading. I was like, I don't hate this. I don't dislike it, but I was confident things were going to be filled in, and like it was all about execution. I was like, so you're leaving some wiggle room. Like it could be fine. And then seeing yeah. it, even though I'd known the plot for months, it was just so disappointing for me. Like how they executed what they were trying to do. Like I don't agree with certain story beats. Like I don't like the the Ray Skywalker stuff. Not the, the scene that she says the words, but yeah. I don't like that they took her from being a nobody to being the clone granddaughter of Palpatine and and all that stuff. And she just takes the Skywalker mantle. I don't like that at all. Um, I don't like how they handle Palpatine. I think that the final confrontation between Palpatine, Ben, and Ray is terrible for me. Mm-hmm. Like at the time when we were speculating, when we and Matt Smith might be involved. If that was, say, Matt Smith in that scene when he gets rejuvenated, you could have had a bit of more of a fight. But it's instead just Ray just pushing back against the Force Lightning and evaporating him. And again, because of how they set up that he literally got thrown down a shaft and blown up once and he came back. Like, you're not entirely convinced that this guy is dead. Like, See, to me, I know a lot of people this. want a lightsaber fight, but like, even though Palpatine has the lightsaber in Revenge of the Sith, like, to me, Palpatine is... Ultimate is with Force Lightning, like doing stuff with not oh, yeah, using a lightsaber. Even, yeah, I don't even want him to have a full-on lightsaber fight, but it could have just made something a bit more exciting in those moments for me. Like even like how they handled the Knights of Ren, I think would done poorly. Like JJ just thought, oh, they people think these are cool, we just plop them in. Like there's no, they don't really do anything. Um, they should have so been think, something in the Last Jedi as well. Like I don't know that they should have been a consistent thing throughout. Like, they they needed a couple of lines like like and I and I think that there was even some stuff that may have been been cut like when they're doing the mask when they're getting the mask fix like from like the way that the scenes were like described to me it was like this is gonna help you do do what 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 we what we got to get done here and when you when you see watch the movie they're just like oh like, yeah like, yeah dude we're getting we're getting new clothes it was like the scene in the mall where they where they go and they go buy new clothes and <clears> they <throat> turn around and then they're like that's a new day you know, for them, but the bad guy version of that. And, um, and there was all, every time I did like a like a report at the time about like the star destroyers and stuff like that, I'm like, there's no explanation that I know of, but I'm assuming it's this and that. And then like, when the movie comes out, you think it's mm. actually going to be there. I'm like, oh, it's, we're going to kind of imply it's magic, but we're not going to really say that. So you can't get mad at us. <laughs> That's kind of what they did. Yeah. It was just like, you everything we did. It was just like, oh, well, you're going to leave wiggle room for the execution of the movie that we're probably missing some context. And it, we, we didn't. Yeah. Like, see, see, for me, man, a director's job is to make decisions. Like, 
a, a billion decisions. It's really hard. You go, oh, make a decision. It's very difficult. You gotta, you're, yeah. you're approving things all the time. It's like Taco and, Bell, McDonald's. What am I gonna do? I don't know. They both sound good right now. And this movie is filled with, with half baked choices, choices that don't really go one way or the other half the time. We, do we have Lando's daughter? Do we not have Lando's daughter? I don't know. She's in the movie. Let fans. We do we, are we on Endor or not on Endor? I don't know. We're not really. We is were. That, no, we're not. Are they, they get together and not really get together. Well, they kind of, I mean, it's sort of, you know. Was there time? Is he alive or not? really. Is Palpatine alive or dead? Well, he's sort of both. He's falling apart, but he's walking around. It's just, it's just, there is no, it, it's just, there's no real decisions made. And so, it, it, you know, it's like, it's, it's like when you say, hey, you want to go back to my place? And then they're like, why? You think we're going to have sex? And you're like, if, if you want to, but is that what you mean? You know, it's like that. Every decision is like, so they go, oh, well, if, no, that's not what I meant. Like, if it's the wrong answer, like everything is like, um, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So no. is, is it the worst <laughs> movie I've ever seen? Not not even in the top 20. You right, know what right. I mean? Yeah. But in terms of like a Star Wars film, it's at the bottom for me. And it, and, I, and I'll tell you why. It, it, and this is crazy, you know, even if you, you hate the prequels or not. But it's because there isn't one memorable scene. I can't mm. put on a scene and go, that's the one for Rob. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's nothing, shot nothing incredibly well. But, but there, there isn't. Even, I would think the Harrison Ford bit would bit it, but he's not really a ghost. He's not really a memory. We couldn't decide what we wanted to do. Well, JJ wait, was afraid do you like the that internet would ghost? complain. <laughs> yeah. Carrie's sort of in the movie, but not in the movie. You know, we, we had an opening scene where she was training with Luke, but then we don't have the open. But we're still on the same planet, but we're not really... And I can't and 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 look, this is a personal bias, mm -hmm. but uh, I've been dealing with Star Wars titles that have the word rise in it since Ain't It Cool News, right? And like mm -hmm. 2000, 2000, Rise of the Empire. And, Trust yeah, me, it's when they, called that. Yeah, and, and and look, when they finally when JJ finally put it in a movie, I'm like, you dick, come on, <laughs> man, like you. Don't put the last. First off, don't if you're gonna put Rise in a, in a in a Star Wars title, don't make it the last movie. Like it's just weird. And and Skywalker should never be in the title of a Star Wars film. I'm sorry, I just fundamentally agree with that. Disagree with that that take. It's like Rise of the Calrissians. You know, like don't. Oh, that sounds cool. Don't. It's not a That's race smart. of people. You know, like it's it's just. It's a, the, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't. That's. So I, but I get why. You know, like if you put that movie against. You know, Joss Whedon's Justice League. I mean, Joss Whedon's Justice League is mm -hmm. fucking Citizen Kane compared to Rise of Skywalker. You know? Now you That's sound fucking high. Oh, no, I would have gone the other way. Yeah. You sound fucking well, high to me. I'd Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah, Justice, that's what I'm saying. Justice League is oh. such a broke, Justice League oh. is a fundamentally oh, okay. broke experience. I don't know if I, I said you. that right. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, you can't say it's the worst movie ever made because Justice League is arguably, in my opinion, it's not even a movie. Like, it's like a. Did you call it Justice League? Yeah, Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Linda lost in Justice that? League. I didn't. No, I, don't, I didn't make I that up. That's that's been okay. going around for a while. But, but, uh, but that's my whole thing. Director's job is to make decisions, and JJ, for whatever reason, but can't make decisions. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, and this isn't new. If I love Super Eight, but we can all agree, I think, that the design of that alien, right, is the lead or the creature is is non-existent. He couldn't, and I and I've I've had friends that that worked on that, and I'm like. On the monster specifically, not like they were set dressers. And I'm like, what happened? He's like, he couldn't decide. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker, for real? Like, <laughs> this well, is did not you guys, like, me pandering. 
Yeah, yeah. Did you know that that JJ stands for Jennifer Jackson? Jennifer Jackson Abrams is his full name. No. Okay. I, I, I didn't know what Sorry. it was. I'm going to let <laughs> you dig that hole. Sorry, everybody's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you dig that hole. At least no, I Jennifer, also, come on, Jennifer Jackson. Like, Abrams. Rise of Skywalker isn't my least favorite movie either. My least favorite movie is Attack of the Clones. Like, I also don't want to feel like we're harping on Astro because he likes the movie. I don't want that to be. A the, there's a difference between saying something actually like, you know, a proper criticism versus it's just awful. Disney ruined Star Wars. I hate it for the, like, didn't make any sense, blah, blah, like. That that's you know this is you know criticism that makes sense. Like I just I just liked it. You know I here's like the name. I like Clones. That's fair. But here's for me why it isn't right because and this is like there's there's a few things in Attack of the Clones that surprisingly you'll remember with fond first off with fond experience. I have friends, older people, right? My buddy who even passed away, who was like 11 years older than me, hated all the prequels. I mean, he was like 30 when they came out. He's like, this is ridiculous. Hated Jedi. Even up until his death, he would go, I'm just a man trying to make my way in the universe. Like, they quote that movie. The the sound yeah. design of, like, his his uh, shock bombs, right? Like, when you're on the Star Tours ride or when they appeared in Mando, people are like, yeah. You know, like, they do remember that stuff. <laughs> right, see? Like, just like that. So, <laughs> So like, see, there's memorable things in that movie that have transcended there is, but pop culture. I, I liked those things growing up, but my age group has ruined the prequels for me in a way because they won't stop saying the stupid <laughs> memes like i liked that and now they've made it worse for me because everything's a joke everything's got to be a funny a meme or something and like that and makes now... me less enjoy that like i can't stand looking at some of the stuff like i love revenge of the sith but I'm not going to go out of my way and watch it all the time like these people do. They just want to see Order 66 over and over again. Like It's it's ruining their minds. Like Those fucking crazy. psychopaths. I like people getting snuck up on and killed. It makes me really hard. No, they think they're Anakin, I think. They literally That's sound what... like InfoWars right now, Jason. It's not even a joke. Like... <laughs> I like it when it's a sneaky sneak attack, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't like it when memes appear in Star Wars either, which is why Come to the Dark Side We Have Cookies, you know, throws Rob off quite a bit. You know, in the latest yeah. episode of Mando, like it, or or the "It's a Trap" was the one that got me. Like I had people going, "Why don't you like the show, Rob?" I'm like, I don't. I, I think the writing is it falls into a C category when you have a dramatic moment where a guy's gonna get mind flared, where, where he thinks he is, and he looks at a at a mon cow and then makes a "It's a Trap" joke. Like it's, uh, I'm I did sorry, I fundamentally <laughs> I, no, For, but you can't me? say that you Rob? don't want memes in your Star Wars as a true, and then you're like, "That's it, it, it's, right? I don't want memes. It's what." people of my age has done to like the 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 um i know the, the dialogue's not great but the, like i used to use prequel memes back in like 2013 2014 when the prequels were the hated but then since the release of the fourth awakens it's become like the like the opposite like they you know um the people that they hated on and they're now them like and it's just a cycle that repeats it will yeah. repeat itself but thinking of like memes then don't you think that the Mandalorian like leans into it? Like I have heard, like, and I think Jason is as well, that John Farrow loves the memes. Like he's on set and like looks at the memes and shows them to people. Yeah. Like yeah, he's a yeah. fan. I can see that working more so with a TV show because it's episodic and whereas a film, it's like I don't know, Star Wars is a film, like it's this thing in time. Like this is why I wouldn't have wanted the Rise of Skywalker delayed to like made better. Like because COVID happened, we wouldn't have got the film 
I wouldn't have been able to go to the cinema and experience it like a true Star Wars thing. It, it would have just not been the end of the saga for me. Like, it was a moment in time that I loved. It would have brought drive-ins back, though. <laughs> drive-ins Here's the meme really that worked, though. <laughs> like puns, memes work better when they're under the radar. The cookies one, you had Jason had to spell that one out for me. I'm like, that's smart, right? Like, I get it, mm. fine. Because it, it you could never know that and understand what's going on in the story. It's a trap heart. That's a that's a dad. So point. Rob, like, you're just shoving I, I'm, that joke I'm, in front I'm of meeting us. you in the middle on this one. I feel like once it wasn't that it's a trap part that was that was the problem. It was the idea that we're going to have Amaro Akbar be the mind wiper. Once you do well, that, you have yeah. deflated all of the like like drama out of the moment, and you've inherently made it less serious, less funny because it's a fucking giant like calamari. <laughs> and he's got a big thunder mountain it, voice you know? he's got the same yeah. voice when you go on big thunder mountain goes hello we're on the wildest wide in the wilderness go get a my flare <laughs> no it's yeah. pretty good i did with I, myself last week <laughs> i i would have had the tentacle guy the, the the twilight who's in who does the dial i would have had that probably be the person who does the the, the flare, even though it's like still a kind of a com- comical looking creature and then i would have it's had the, the mon call have been the, the doctor who turns the dial i think if you switch those things i think the scene starts to play I think better the concept art but... though jason the concept art that plays for that scene at the end of the episode is how you do the the scene yeah the the, the shot go look at the concept art how that's yeah, laid I've out that that's that's it you put them mm-hmm. in those costumes you 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 do that set that's how you do it but you know whatever Speaking of concepts are, I um I uh, Juno Eclipse from The Force Unleashed was used for um Kane in the concepts art, and I posted it on um, an account I run, like m- you know not saying like she re- like Juno Eclipse was supposed to be her. Like I yeah. thought that was fairly, I mean given the time frame stuff like that, but no, it blew up and thousand people think they replaced Juno Eclipse. Yeah, like they cut her out, like for someone else, and I'm like, I put the name of the character, and they're like, "Who's that?" And I was like, "The character in the episode." They're like, "Oh, I haven't watched it yet." And why did they remove? And I'm like, "Okay." So I kept using the example that they uh, used Daisy's face for a Cara Doom, and then someone also brought up Jin was used for Book of Boba Fett, and people like, "Huh? Why would?" And I'm like, "I literally said artists do that to speed up the process. They've done it a bunch of times. Uh, They, 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 there was a." They've changed something in the Mandalorian season three. It's meant to be Juno. What are they doing? Like Disney, Disney, Lucasfilm can't make it. Like, no, no. It's like, well, this they're, is they're like, also ca- something... canonized Starkiller now, and it's like, no, it doesn't work like that. This is something that I put on on not just Lucasfilm but studios in general. We don't have they don't explain or do a good job explaining how visual effects are made. You know, like when they do do a when they do do when they Doo-doo. do put together. Uh, a piece it's usually some fluff like uh, some guy on a computer and then the production designers talking to you an art director's talking to you and they just show pictures of the actors talking they don't actually show the process unlike and i think the making of the attack of the clones is a really good documentary just for seeing the tediousness of 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 artists like when homeboy had to like reanimate yoda saying the begun the clone wars has for like six months you know just because george wanted some weird inflection you know, but like yeah. that, that happens. Well, that that someone, is the process. Someone someone bought the Art of Star Wars book and did an article for me, and they were like, "Oh my God, Anakin Skywalker was like in the art for in the Force Awakens. Like he was like 
I remember it was like that, a concept yeah. at one point. And then Pablo Hidalgo comes down to like, like, just like berates this kid going like, you don't understand what blue sky means and all this shit. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Actually, your book did a very shit job of conveying exactly yes. what was going on there. That's actually you not educating your audience in a way that makes it super clear. Yeah. And like the, the whole chapter could have been laid out blue sky slash ideation because that's what they call it now they used to call it blue sky but since blue sky studios like kind of okay. came and went they stopped using that term they call it ideation now okay so that's the that's the phase before there's a script before there's any ideas you put out anything you could to see what sticks on the wall and that's my favorite part of like a project yeah. some artists don't like it because they feel like there's no direction but that's when i can get like all the crazy ideas that i could never convince people on because you have to let them see into your idea you don't have to like pitch anything to them like later on in production when you want to do something you have to pitch the reason why how it's going to fit in how this fits the thing they're already doing so you know if that thing had just been laid out blue sky ideation and a, and a little blurb saying what that is this is when our you know artists before there's anything done we go hey what are the wildest cool ideas we could come up with and maybe this will spark something and this is you know like and that's the but they don't do that they don't explain this at all you know george george lucas had a had an idea that like i always go back to in some way in my head and it was like a guy i knew who had dinner with him during revenge of the sith and was like told like the alternates his alternate ideas for where the sequel trilogy was going to go that he's like I'm, revenge is, it's revenge of the sith like they're rapping they're like he's taking george lucas is taking like a bunch of people out to dinner each night like as the production is winding down and like as people are like leaving and stuff and like you know they're kind of like he's just talking about well this is the end you know that's how he felt at the, at the time and uh kind of pulls into to pull in what dell's saying i don't have a problem with them bringing back ben i don't think it's through the world between worlds or even ahsoka it's probably going to be leia who sends them back to the living force or something like that but like like george Lu if george lucas was doing it his idea was originally um, that Anakin was cloned during the Clone Wars because it was about cloning people and all of this, who's real and who's the real one and stuff like that kind of stuff. And then it was going to be that it, Anakin was put into carbonite um, during during uh, during a fight, or the clone was. And it was going to be Luke who finds the, the clone of his father, unfreezes him, and then he's like, but he has the memories of the real Anakin who's like, what the fuck have I done? But then Anakin and Luke were going to come back together and bring the Jedi um, into the future through that clone. And that was going to be like, like the big twist. And then the Mandalorians were going to be brought into the end battle of Return of the Jedi, for instance. And that was going to be how they took down the Empire. Like that was like where Lucas's mind was at at one point. It was like what he was saying. And like so there's like all kinds of weird Star Wars science fiction -y kind of stuff that the right creator could handle. That could be handled poorly. I totally can see it being a shit show. But I can also see like the, the right people bringing back Ben Solo in a creative way that's unique and like, whoa, what the fuck? Like in a fun way, better than like somehow Ben Solo has returned. <laughs> you know, he's just like, hey guys, yeah. Ray, you want to do it? You know? <clears throat> yeah. I think but... like the difference is like Palpatine's Palpatine. Like Paymax said it already. Sorry, man. He he's he, he's the greatest evil. Ooh. Yeah, Ben Solo is the son of Han and Leia, but the globalist great Satan of Star Wars is what you're saying. <laughs> he just doesn't carry the same. He doesn't have the same power as Palpatine, like to come back. If like that's just how I see it. Like Palpatine's the one that can come back. This is why I don't want people like Mace Windu to come back. Like mm. they, 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 they've got to 
they like had Bane's not been dead. Like it needs to stop at some point. Like it's got to stop. Like, you can't just keep bringing people back. Well, like there's there's like there's like early. dead, and then there's presumed dead. Like Cad Bane, that one I'm giving a presumed dead. Personally, I'm like his the lights on. You know they don't they don't do a arm fell down he's dead like that they didn't do that scene like that one that's one where you're like that's dramatic conceit throwing down somebody down a shaft and then seeing an explosion come out your face and then everybody's fucking cheering and throwing down statues of them they're telling you he's dead and then his essence essence traveled across the galaxy into the unknown regions and then took the and had the body of a clone i haven't came that hard in years but i know where he's coming from the answer to episode nine the the answer to episode nine was let Ryan write it. I'm sorry, that's yeah. the answer. No, it's right because yeah. the the curveballs oh. that he threw in the Last Jedi were things he should have solved because he's been part of productions like Breaking Bad where they always write themselves in the corners and they have ways of getting out of it. They're used to that. J.J. Abrams is not used to writing himself out of corners. He's just not that kind of writer. Like he makes things very explicit, you know, very simple. It's on the floor. It's on the table. It's not going any deeper than that. I'm not. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but when he has to pick up, like if you, if if J.J. Abrams had to pick up a cliffhanger from Mission Impossible Two, it would have never have worked. You know, like like that movie completed, and he had to have his own, you know, sort of movie. You could never see Mission Impossible Two, see Mission Impossible Three, and be fine. You don't need yeah. to. You know. You think but when when JJ, JJ first saw Seven and the the head was you know the box and he's like what's in the box. You think he was like, fucking mystery box, man. There it is. I love this movie. <laughs> this movie's fucking so good. No? Yeah. Okay. He's too busy also... building models to watch Seven. Oh, I saw that. You guys see that? those pictures? It was like JJ and Spielberg. Who else was there? Somebody else was there with him. Guillermo. Guillermo yeah, del Toro. Guillermo del Toro was there, and they were... That Was that was that for a bit, or was it organic? Like, were no, they really just being cool it's friends? It's organic. Yeah, oh, okay. they go to this 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 little hobby shop and buy models, and they have a model kit club. Hmm. But it's also yeah. with like JJ, he has a problem with third acts specifically. Like this is obviously in a trilogy. The last one is the third act of a trilogy, and right. we brought up Super Eight earlier. My biggest problem with Super Eight is the third act. I don't think that's that's where the movie falls short for me. I think it's great up until then. You know, he doesn't they, know like how to they, make de- he doesn't make decisions in the third act. No. You have to come down resolute, and he doesn't. He plays this timey wimey game, this mimby well, pamby. Maybe that's, that's what you saw. Maybe that's what you didn't see. You know, the, like, that's that's the problem with 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 the quote mystery box ambiguity game is that like the methodology is so flawed that in never saying anything firmly, it makes it kind of makes it where there is no right answer in some ways. Unless that means he fundamentally have a great answer already, but usually he doesn't. But that that's where he fundamentally missed the point of a MacGuffin. The point mm-hmm. of a MacGuffin is to never find out what it is because it's not the point. The point is that it, it throws the series into motion, but then you have to focus on the characters. The character's journey is what the whole point of the end of the story is. And, and it's played to perfection in Pulp Fiction. Where you have a MacGuffin, oh, it's clearly not the point yeah. of Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? And, and at the end, it's a hundred percent about the characters. You know, yeah. like so maybe we should change the MacGuffin to a Monster Energy drink. Huh? <laughs> no. Okay. All right, guys. All right. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I got a pee, so we're gonna go. Um, we'll be back Monday. 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 With a new trailer. 
But the new trailer, as it's true, if you're not busy cutting videos at that time, which I understand if you are, but if you're not, come hang out. I'll with have us. the video out because it comes out at 4 p.m. my okay. time. So yeah, I should be on. Nice, nice. Yeah, so we'll see after Street Monday. <clears throat> this is Mr. Bespin. I hope everybody buys your copy who reads your site. I think they should. I think if they do, you'll go to celebration. That's what I think. Your badge is on its way. Fucking freeloaders, man. You know, like watch a hot one. I, I don't. Yeah, we're celebration. I hope to go. I'd love to meet Azure and hang out. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I hope you get to go. And Mr. Rob, I'll see. I'll, I'll talk to you in a bit, man. Thank you. Thanks for see, for getting up early see, on see, sh- on short notice. See you in the comments. Like, <laughs> see you in the comments. like Rise of Skywalker. This shithead don't like no Star Wars. No, no, everyone's <laughs> in agreement with you. I, I, I'm the one that. Uh, no, as a true, they won't. You don't know how this works. Like, <laughs> send me hey. yo hate. Send That's, it. <laughs> hey, listen, Jennifer Jackson Abrams has made some movies, and some people like it. Some people don't. It's okay. I, I. I I like what he does overall, but I'm also done with what he does, and I hope he doesn't do any more uh, in the Star Wars universe. The Star I Trek thank him back. for ending Star Wars as I wanted it to. I All right, him for you know, creating OG of best doom. Yes, that's you know what Carl Weathers calls him, right, Jason? Action what? Jennifer Jackson. Oh, Action I like that. Jennifer Action okay. Jennifer Jackson Abrams. A yes. Star Wars story. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! You know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.